All right, to all of, all of my friends, neighbors, uh, listening, I say um, hello, and uh, whether it's morning, good morning, whether it's afternoon, good afternoon, whether it's evening, good evening, or whether it's night that you're listening to this um, podcast, good night. Uh, to all, I say God bless you, praise the Lord. My name is Minister Ronaldo Watkins, and uh, I come to you on this medium again to share my thoughts and my concerns. Uh, one of the things that I've learned and what I've um, grown up under, the type of ministry, uh, I think uh, it's, it becomes important for me to, to lay this out to say, and that is I embrace, um, I guess, part of what's called the old-time religion. I embrace um, what is known as the prophetic ministry, prophetic ministry. I've spoken about that before. Um, I'm not talking about folks um, necessarily who are out there today uh, under the title of prophets, uh, but I am speaking of those of old within uh, mostly the, the Old Testament and we find also the same type of ministry happening within the New Testament. Okay, the people that um, embrace what I call the prophetic side of ministry. And what that simply means is that they uh, were those people that God used to, to stand up, number one, uh, and to speak out. You would find within the Old Testament... Such wording as "Thus say the Lord" is used, okay, and oftentimes it is used uh, when it comes uh, in judgment of systems, uh, when it comes in judgment of um, leadership, uh, be they political leadership or even church leadership, uh, who are not uh, behaving properly, who are not doing wrong. And as a result of their improper behavior or wrongdoing, people suffer. Okay? People suffer. Amen. People suffer. Now, we don't want to get to the place whereby um, some folks have said of old, familiarity breeds contempt. That's one saying. But then there's another um, strange thing that tends to happen. The more we see something that is disturbing, the more that we see and hear uh, events that uh, at first rattle our spirit, make us feel uneasy, made us start to shake our head and, and, and perhaps even uh, with some people a tear formed in their eyes. The more that we hear of these things, we tend to become numb okay, to it. The more that we hear of tragedy, killings and so forth, it becomes, not, not only we become numb, but, but it becomes in an odd way normal. And that's dangerous. Okay? That's dangerous. Uh, sometimes lift up in the Old Testament, uh, God saying, Behold, I'll do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall ye not know it? When you start to read that scripture, you know, it's, it's kind of baffling to some extent. God says, listen, I, I, I am the same yesterday, today, and forever. But here's the paradox. <laughs> I'm going to do a new thing, right? But even when God does new things within our lives, the question comes behind that, shall ye not know it? And I think 
Perhaps that's because we've gotten used to the same old, same old. We've gotten used to the norm. Or even as people are using today, the new normal, right? The new, whatever that is. Okay, the new normal. Okay, so what I want to share uh, with you, uh, the few minutes that I have left, I don't think I'm going to be on too long. I'm just going to hit it and quit it for today. I would like to share um, the story found in Exodus. Okay, it is the story of a person that God called uh, Moses. You know the, the, the character, you know the person. Okay, God called Moses because the people, the misery of his people had reached God's ear. And so God commissioned, God sanctioned, God appointed and anointed this person by the name of Moses. Now, as we read the story, you find out that Moses, um, many of us today fit the description of Moses. I guess the beginning part of, his, of, of the story anyway, we fit the description because here it is, God uh, says to this person, you know, I've heard the cry of my people. I've heard their cry. And rather than, you know, I guess we on this side of history, we can look back and say, Moses, you should have and you, you could have done this and you should have stood up and you should have spoken. But you know what? Let that be us. Our mouth is just as shut, just like Moses. <laughs> Let that be us. We're just as scared, just like Moses. Come on, y'all. Let that be us. We're just as timid, and 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 all of a sudden we 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 don't know how to talk. We don't know how to look. We don't have. We don't know how to how to do. You know, our mind get get clouded. You know, everything goes wrong. Amen. So Moses stands as an example um, for us to emulate. Um, hopefully not the beginning part of, of, of Moses' uh, ordeal, but when Moses finally stood up, amen, and spoke on behalf of the Lord. <clears throat> so you know the story. Um, word had gotten to God that um, the cries, the prayers of his people had reached his ear. And so God decided to respond. And oftentimes within Scripture, uh, amen. God uh, responds at times when God says, all right, you just you just chill. OK, you just sit right here. OK, be still. The word says and know that I'm God. But for the most part, God uses people to stand up. God uses people to speak up. Amen. God uses people to stand uh, on his behalf and declare, thus say the Lord. So the story goes on. Uh, God called Moses, as you know the story, and then Moses came and started doing something that a whole lot of folks, um, as I said before, uh, would do. I mean, again, we look at Moses now, we read about his lifestyle and with that, and we we start saying he shoulda, coulda, woulda. <laughs> Don't they sound like us? Right? Moses, you shoulda, you coulda, you would've done this. Don't they sound like us? We tend to do that, amen, when we are safe, amen, when, when we are, you know, comforted, you know, when we're not challenged, we're not put out uh, in the forefront, we're not the point person, we, keep, we tend to keep our mouth shut, amen. But uh, Moses, as God called him, started to remind God of who Pharaoh was, <laughs> Lord, he started to say, well, listen, you know, you want me to, to speak 
to who now? To say what now? Hold up, God. Uh, let me let me remind you that you talk about Pharaoh here. Kind of like the same thing that happened in the New Testament with this uh, with Saul. Remember when Saul, uh, this Damascus Road experience, and I believe it was Ananias that God spoke to, and uh, he began to now remind God, "Wait a minute, you want to you want me to go and do what? You know, this same Saul that persecuted your people back in the Book of Acts. You know, this same Saul that 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 killed people. You want me to say what to him now? We tend to do that, don't we?" So God, as the story goes on, speaks to Moses back in the Old Testament, Exodus. And so um, after uh, Moses go through a whole litany of what could not be done to finally, um, what I like is that the Lord says to Moses, what is that in your hand? And he says, a, a rod of staff, you know, he said, throw it down. And you know, the story became uh, a serpent. I just saw something today, by the way, that uh, some some program I, I was looking at on TV, uh, they said it may not have been a, a serpent. It may, may have been a tremendous alligator. I don't know how they got to that conclusion. But nevertheless, whatever creature it turned into, uh, it convinced Moses Amen. And also, uh, it swallowed up um, uh, Pharaoh um, uh, creatures that his that his witchcraft people had had created. So, what am I saying? As we go through the story, I started to take note of ten plagues, ten plagues that came down that. That God issued 10 plagues, amen. And I want to speak on briefly on all 10, but I want to save the last one, amen. The last one for us to take a look at, amen. The first plague was the water turned to blood, remember, right? The water turned to blood. Uh, and with some of these plagues that I'm going to lift up, you find Pharaoh, um, uh, First, sounding like he's going to repent. You find Pharaoh first sounding like he's going to give in. You find him agreeing to, but then his heart was hardened. He reneged on his word. He came back and said, no, I'm not going to do it. So the first plague was turning water to blood. The second one was frogs. Amen. Frogs started jumping all over the place. Amen. I mean, just took over Egypt. Amen. Frogs everywhere. Amen. Praise the Lord. Frogs just started jumping all outside and inside. Amen. There was no safe place where you couldn't find uh, a frog. It was all over the place. The third was lice. Amen. Lice, these insects, amen, that, that just went all over again, just like the frogs. I guess they went even even further because they're small in, in stature. There's these insects um, came up and started eating up everything and, and destroying folks, the crops and whatnot. The fourth was, was flies. Amen. We're coming up on summer. I already see flies that are out there. You know, next come the mosquitoes and <laughs> start biting you. Amen. Flies all over. In all of this, Pharaoh still held his ground, still dug in, right? The fifth was the cattle started dying. Amen. The Egyptian cattle, amen, they started just passing out, dying. Amen. One after the other. Went to the field and all you saw was lumps on the ground. The sixth was boils. Boils came upon the flesh of men. Amen. And women. 
and boys and girls, amen, boils, amen, just started propping up all over their skin, amen, no lotion, no, no aloe vera, none of that, amen, see, when God moves, God know how to move that, you know, when he moves, he moves, amen, I don't care what kind of lotion or cream or grease that you put on, amen, the six was boils upon man, hailstorm and fire, was the seventh one that came from the sky, hailstorm and fire, amen. The eighth was locusts all over the place. Again, probably with the lice and the frogs, amen, the locusts started to eat up everything, the crops eaten up, amen, jumping all over the place, amen, large locusts. The ninth was darkness. That plague came upon uh, Egypt, amen, uh, this whole it's like a, 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 a dreadful darkness, amen. The sky, amen, you could not more than likely see the moon. There was no, no sight of stars. None of that darkness came upon the earth. Now, from one to nine, God sent plagues all over the place, amen. God sent plagues. Now, as a minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ, amen, part of what I've, I've been called to, I believe, within my spirit. Part of what I've been called to, as I've said early on in this uh, presentation, I, I, I love part of the old school. Amen. There's something about the old school, amen, that, that I love. You know, I think when we become too modernized that we put aside the old school, something is lost. Amen. Something is lost. I also, amen, embrace Embrace what's called the prophetic ministry. Amen. The prophetic ministry. Many of us talk about Dr. King. And, oh, Dr. King and I have a day off. <laughs> right? We talk about some of the other leaders, amen, who knew the Lord, but had a prophetic ministry. In that, they stood up and they spoke against uh, certain ills of the land during their time whether it's governmental, again, whether it's political, whether it's church leadership, they spoke against it because the rule of the day was causing in, uh, 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 conflict uh, or inflicting, I should say, pain upon the masses. I just saw something on television uh, where now um, uh, children are being detained. Uh, not only detained, but now they're going to ship them back to where they've come from. You know, they, they, they have these border patrols or whatnot. They have kids that's locked up. Um, and with some of them, their parents have been killed. Their sisters and brothers, they don't know where they are. And they want to, the administration want to send them back. Well, send them back to where and to who? Send them back to where and to who? Now, I've said that part of, of ministry for me, when, when the Lord called me, uh, you should know, let me be transparent as I can here, uh, it's a calling that I did not want, quite frankly, <laughs> did not want, because I had, I had some inkling of what it would mean or what it would uh, involve, amen, and plus I've heard uh, bits and pieces from our national minister at the time, and to hear what I perceived at the time as hardship. I don't think anybody would raise their hand and say, yes, I want to I want to be challenged that way. Yes, I want to be deprived. Yes, I want to go without. Yes, I want to stay up late at night praying. And yes, I want to be fasting. And yes, I don't think most of us would do that. Come on, let's 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 be let's be let's be real now. <laughs> let's be real. It says, it says Holy Ghost sanctified, whatever you say you are. Let's be real. 
Amen. Most of us, if not all, would not fling our hands up. Amen. Even as the Old Testament uh, uh, word goes out, who uh, will go for us and who shall I send? Look within your own church. Amen. Look within your own assembly and, and see how many people will fling their hands up and say, I'll go. Let me go. Let me endure the hardship. Let me endure the misery. Let me endure, you know, the pain. Let me endure these things. Let me do it, God. I don't think most of us, amen, in, in, in well, I'll, I'll go as far as saying in our right mind would do that. But here's the paradox. Some of us will. Amen. And even when we come into this, this agreement, when we come into this union, when we come into this fellowship with the Spirit of Christ, amen, and we start to develop and we start to mature and get grounded, amen, we see then the need, amen, to act. We see the need to speak. We see the need to, to intervene, amen. And within Christendom, we use the word intercession, amen. Intercession entails intervening. Amen. You're interceding on behalf of somebody else, right? Amen. Now, so being called now, I've embraced the ministry of Christ. Amen. I've embraced that. Uh, and with that embracing, amen, I've also embraced, as I said, the old-fashioned and also the prophetic ministry. Getting back to Moses, we went through one through nine, amen, plagues that, that came about and Pharaoh still held his ground, did not want to move, did not want to relinquish, did not want to let God's people go. Double down as we use the term today. Double down, amen. He's not going to give up. He's not going to let go. He is Pharaoh. He is king. He's ruler. And everything happens because of him. I don't care who you are, Moses. I don't care what you have to say. I am Pharaoh and that's it. So he thought. So he thought. We look at today, we're going through this whole pandemic thing, amen, and from one after the other, we've had a barrage of lies. We have a barrage of misinformation. We have a barrage of bad examples. We have a barrage, amen, of trickery, of, of just a constant deluge, amen, of, of, of misinformation, of lies, of, 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 uh, of, of, of hurrying to, 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 to open up business and hurrying to, to, to get back on, 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 on the bandwagon, hurrying to visit states, walking up with no mask on, on, on your face. We have all of this stuff happening, right, by those who are supposed to be leading the country, Right now, the count is 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 past ninety thousand deaths. I just saw today on 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 the news, uh, the New York Times. I I'm hoping to go out and to to get a paper. They're going to list. I don't know if they're going to get to everybody, amen. But they're going to they're going to list all of these ninety thousand people who have died, amen, because of this pandemic. Ninety thousand, ninety plus thousand people. If that don't move you as a child of God, born again, born again, Holy Ghost feel, whatever. Amen. If that does not move you as a speaking in tongues Christian, if that does not move you, I've used before, amen, this whole thing of the Beatitudes. I've said before on this medium, one of the Beatitudes, blessed are those who hunger and thirst after righteousness for they shall be filled. If you as a born again, fire baptized Holy Ghost feels speaking in tongues, and I and I live that not to make mockery of it, 
Amen. I'm, that, that's not that's not my intent. My intent is not to, to, to mock the spirit. It's not to mock none of that. My intent is to to shake somebody's head. Amen. To shake you, to to to, to stir you up. Amen. For action, to stir you up, amen, to engage yourself, amen, in whatever ways that you can. Sometimes it calls for us to just, you know, write a letter, be a committee of one. It calls for us to, 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 to preach that, that message. It calls for us to make some telephone calls. It calls for us uh, to be a committee of one and to, and to bring some, some friends and family along and, and see what we can do. To touch base with these so-called folks who, as I've said before, that that, that lift their hands and, and and go through all of this swearing, actually they, they lift their hands and they and they lie through their teeth, amen, and 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 try to now retain a certain position because it 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 they get some props uh, along with it, you know, they get I guess the, the driver, the limousine, with some of them depending on how high they go down in 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 this in this arena. They get their own planes and their own jets and their own whatever. You know, they go to eat and and and, and with some of them, they use taxpayer money, you know, to, to eat and to wine and to dine. Amen. They attend these functions with folks having tuxedos and, 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 and bow ties and all these different things on. Amen. And, and all of these things have their place. There's nothing wrong with going out and looking good. And all of those things have their place. I'm not, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about folks who are supposed to be governing. And instead of doing that, they are not. Ninety plus thousand people have died thus far. But it's not only 90,000 or 90 plus thousand. You have 90,000 families. Multiply that, right? Folks can't even bury their loved ones decently. Okay, can't even come close to them. Can't even kiss them goodbye. Ninety plus thousand and because the administration dragged their feet, amen, the administration was someplace eating McDonald's, someplace, you know, on Twitter. The administration, amen, was, was somewhere doing anything and everything but administrating. 90 plus thousand people are dead. Well, we've gone through one to nine. And I found that the last one was very, very interesting. Very, very interesting. You know what the last plague was? What God did to Pharaoh, God says, you know what? I'm going to take your son. What God did to Pharaoh is his, his, his only son, next heir in line for the, for the kingdom, Next heir in line to be Pharaoh. God says, you know what? Since you did not listen to water turning to blood, since you did not listen to the frogs, since you did not listen to the lice or the flies or the cattle dying, that didn't move you, right? Okay, balls on your skin, that didn't move you either? How about the hailstorm and fire? How about the locusts? That didn't move you? What about darkness? I'll tell you what. Since you're not listening to any of these things, since you're doubling down and, and holding your ground, since you're doing that, you know what? I'm going to take your son. That one that you looked at and, 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 and full of joy. Only to raise him to be just as brutal and, and sadistic and, and manipulative and, and wicked as you are. I'm going to take him. 
I found that to be extremely interesting. Extremely. God took Pharaoh's firstborn. Little child Aban went to sleep and did not wake up. It was only then, beloved, it was only then that Pharaoh yielded, succumbed to the order, the demand of the Lord. It was only then that his eyes, amen, was, 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 was awakened. His will was broken. It was only then when God took his firstborn. Does it have to get to that point? Does it have to get to that point? Amen. That his skin was touched. Does it have to get to that point? Well, again, my name is Minister Ronaldo Watkins. As I look at what's happening um, in our world today, um, looking at how things are moving um, for many of our churches, whatever faith you are, Methodist, Episcopalian, Baptist, Pentecostal, Lutheran, uh, whatever denomination, whatever faith, whether you're Jewish, uh, whether you're Muslim, whatever, um, when this thing eases up, when it eases up, uh, when the government does what it's supposed to do and send out these tests, that folks can be tested. Right now, they're trying to get some kind of quick uh, remedy. Uh, we had we had this character speaking about injecting um, uh, bleach or insecticide or whatever it was, inject, injecting these things or using some kind of strobe. I don't know where you're going to push that up into. I, I have no idea. But using that, giving out false information. When this whole thing eases up and we, we now enter what's called a new normal. I pray that uh, we as people of God, amen, take more um, of a, of a um, grounded look at what's happening around about us. This is an election year coming up, amen. Uh, what tends to happen with most people, I find that we develop amnesia, but I, I, I don't think amnesia is going to set in too much this year, 90 plus we may in fact hit the hundred plus people who have died because of this. We may in fact hit a hundred plus human beings who have died because we've acted too slow, because we've caused, we've called it initially a hoax, because uh, we've lied and continue to lie through our teeth. We may in fact hit a hundred thousand. This is an uh, election year coming up, uh, and I pray that we all do our part, again, to be a committee of one. Uh, I remember uh, almost four years ago, uh, knowing that these people were running, I took my 85-year-old grand, uh, not grandma, my 85-year-old mother, amen, I got her dressed, amen, and took her out and filmed it. 85 years old, and I got up and I put a little piece on Facebook to let folks know if an 85-year-old with a walker can, can make it out and vote. 
for those of us, amen, who are in our teens, those of us who are in our 20s, our 30s, our 40s, or even 50s, who are still talking that voting doesn't do nothing and, and my vote don't count. Listen, if I had, if I had, listen, if I can just snap my, for those folks that, <laughs> that make them statement, if I can snap my finger and fling you back into the days of slavery, I would snap my finger in a second. Amen. Just fling you back right into the, into the, into the cotton patches with somebody with a whip. Amen. I just fling folks back. Amen. For them to come to realize that we have to take some, some, some steps. Amen. To bring about change. Amen. Let me stop here. Amen. Uh, and, and, uh, just bid you Godspeed. I wanted to share this, uh, message with you because I, I was just moved again by what I saw uh, with these children being deported back into back into emptiness no family no nothing and I said no no we, we have to I got to say something about this so again I used the uh, the example found in in Exodus I've used that example because I think it's a great one especially that ninth plague the firstborn amen the firstborn God bless you Thank you for listening in. My name is Minister Ronaldo Watkins. I bid you Godspeed. Have a great day. Bye-bye.